Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I am the host of this daily podcast, which is my attempt to take you on a guided tour of what I see happening in the city of London. Whether it's with my own music or the creative pursuits of the people I encounter, this is a day-by-day, episode-by-episode, real-time account of what is happening creatively in London. Today's episode was recorded at Scala, where I saw sports team play last night. They were supported by Ugly and Fur, and I got to go because Fur were kind enough to put me on their guest list, so thank you very much, folks, for doing me that kindness. You were, you were all fantastic last night. The people that I spoke to on today's episode largely include people who did in bands that didn't play last night, which I think highlights that community element that I'm trying to showcase on this podcast. So the first person I speak to is Jake from the band Hotel Lux. He was at the show with quite a few members of his band as well, but he was the one I managed to catch up with. After that, I speak to Zach and Alex from the band Weird Milk. And then I speak to the artist Cameron West, who's worked with quite a few bands at this level in London. You hear him a little bit in my conversation with Weird Milk as well, but I caught up with him later on in the night and we were having such a good chat, I asked if I could record it. He was happy to do so, and so you hear him as well. Then I spoke to some of the attendees of last night's show, Oliver, Anhad, and Connor. And then I speak to some of the members of the main attraction last night, Rob and Ollie of the band Sports Team. So, first I speak to Jake from Hotel Lux. Then I speak to Zach and Alex from Weird Milk. Then I speak to the artist Cameron West. Then I speak to Oliver, Anhad, and Connor, who are fans of the band Sports Team, and very thoroughly enjoyed themselves last night. And then I speak to Rob and Ollie, who are in the band Sports Team. I will catch up with you after these chats with maybe some original music. I'll give you a bit more context on how the whole night went down to stop this intro from being like six minutes long, which is how long it was on the previous 12 attempts I've made to record this intro. So before this becomes a super long intro again, Enjoy these chats, and I'll see you afterwards. We are recording. I'm upstairs in Scala. Fur have just finished, and I've bumped into another hot young band from London. What's your name? My name's Jake. And what's the name of the band you're in? Hotel Lux. Who else in the band is here tonight? Uh, everyone other than the bassist, Cam. So there's Lewis, Sam, Craig, and myself. So how long has Hotel Lux been a band? Um... Our first gig was almost exactly two years ago. So, yeah, two years, I guess. Who met who first? Um, I was actually the last to meet anyone. So, three of them were already in a band, early band. They knew Cam the bassist just through being in a band. I actually met Lewis and Craig. I sat next to them in English at college. (laughs) Just by complete coincidence, and then we all realised we were moving up to London, so we formed a band. It just made sense. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It was fate. If, if, there's ever, if fate is ever a thing, I'm sure that is it. So how long have you guys known the band Fur? Uh, Fur, I think we met them through Cam, our bassist, because he lives in Brighton, as did Fur. So probably a year and a half, something like that. Yeah, because we've played a few shows with them, um, but they're all good guys, yeah, uh, big fans. I I can't quite remember where it was I first saw you. Um, I played with Fur. 
Oh, I think I first saw you at Seabright Arms. I remember you saw us at Seabright Arms, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you remember me. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. That was a good night. So when are Hotel Lux next playing? Uh, next playing, we've got a couple of out-of-London shows coming up in September, October. And then our next sort of big run of dates was in December. We're touring with uh, Fontaine's DC from Ireland. Right. So we're doing playing the Lexington just literally down the road with them and then just a few other dates across the UK as well as a few of our own so I guess December's the big sort of the big time <laughs> that's when the grind resumes exactly yeah it's nice to see nice to see you know supporting the other bands yeah yeah and I'm too. sure I'll catch up one of your gigs in the near future yeah thank you very much man right. enjoy the rest of your night Good to see you again Roy yeah. take care right I'm recording I'm in the stairwell the very I call it the Kubrick stairwell of Scarlet, and I'm here with two members of another band. What are your names? Uh, my name is Zach. And Alex. And what's the name of your band? We're called Weird Milk. So how long has Weird Milk been a thing? About oh, three years. Nearly, coming up three years. We're getting on now, to be honest. <laughs> getting on. Yeah, yeah, we're getting on. Who's known who the longest? Oh, so actually a guy, Charlie, who plays drums and piano stuff yeah, in the band, who, hey, who isn't here today, he's, um... Yes. There's a bar up there. He's, uh, he's not here today, but, um, he, Alex and Charlie, Alex here, and we, Charlie... I knew him since I was four. We lived next door, we were next door neighbours for many years. So they've lived together for a long time. Um, known each other for a long time, yeah. So when did music enter the equation, then? 2015, when yeah. we formed Weird Milk. Yeah, or 2016 maybe. 2015, going on to 2016. Yeah, so it's been a little while. Yeah. Were you all based in London the whole time? No, we, well, no we, we were all in Buckinghamshire before, like for like that's where we grew up, and then uh, Weird Milk came about when when we all moved to London. Yeah, so we, we all, we all moved to London for like our own accord, like and Charlie we, and Zach. Separately, and then me and, me and my other friends moved to London as well. Mm-hmm. So that was, was kind of cool. So, what's the story been since you've come to London? Lots of gigs, releasing stuff. Yeah, we've played lots of gigs. Lots of gigs. We've become acquainted with the London scene, uh, <laughs> as it were. And uh, very diplomatically put. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll leave it there. And um, <laughs> gigs are good, you know. Business is good. We've been out of the game for a little while, so we've been writing and recording as one does. And now we're just thirteenth uh, of October. We're going to our first kind of comeback gig. The old blue last. The old blue last. It's a Saturday night. You've got no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> and the gigs just keep coming from there. And yeah. I, hope, well. I hope so. Yeah. And yeah. releases. We just Early recorded January, another song, yeah. so we're gonna be we're gonna be re- re- releasing that in January time. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. have you played with any of the bands that are playing tonight? It's ugly. We play with fur and sports. We play with fur and ugly and sports. Team. We play with all three we of the bands. Tonight, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But yeah. not parallel. Not parallel. Yeah. No. Yet. But we've played with uh, yeah ugly once, uh, sports team once, and fur a couple of times actually. We, yeah. We. we Kind of friends with first, and we know we know played a couple of gigs for each other. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you first met the other band? Like, did you first meet them when you played with them, or did you? We first. Wait, you knew Fur through through Harry, didn't you? Yeah, actually, um, actually probably through Cameron, who is who's here right Cameron. now. He's standing here right Say now. Hi, Cameron. Cameron hey. does all of our artwork. Cameron, Cameron, Cameron does all of our artwork, and he's a, and our video. Cameron Cameron West, his name is a very very talented guy. He does everything. He does everything. Yeah, so he. 
he's very good so at through it. that I met Fur and then we, 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 we started playing a couple of gigs together and the music isn't that dissimilar so we kind of got along in that, in that respect yeah. yeah so next gig 13th of October Old Blue Last Old Blue Last small yeah. releases from 2019 yes okay in the meantime watch this space you've got it absolutely man. thank you very much guys thanks for watching take care press record sports team have just finished and I'm here with somebody featured a little earlier on the podcast but now the spotlight is on you what's your name uh, my name's uh, Cameron West. So, we were briefly introduced to you as doing artwork for Weird Milk. Yes. Who else do you do artwork for? Um, so, I've done, I do a lot of stuff with Fur, who also played tonight. Like, I'm very good friends with them, been friends with them, like, since they started, really. Like, I was childhood mates with Harry, who's the guitarist. And, um, so, I've always sort of, like, been close, and he sort of, like, helped me, you know, get into the whole music scene artwork-wise. Um, I've done stuff for skaters, uh, bands called Youth Sector, um, I've got lots of sort of like upcoming projects and stuff, but yeah, no, it's it's it, it's sick to be able to like come to something like this and you like get on guest list and like chat to people and <laughs> it's, it's lovely. Like, so a weird milk the first band that you worked with, aren't we? No, Fur were, and then I think after that it was Weird Milk. Um, was it in Brighton that you met them? Um, I don't know childhood friends of Harry, so like, yeah, I think, and, and he introduced me to uh, a band called Trash. Uh, and I did loads of work for them for a while. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it's, it's really cool to, because but there's such, it's such like a web, like the whole small band scene. You know, you come to things like this, you meet people, you know, slide a couple of business cards here and there, and it's just, that's how it works. But Word is kind of spreading. I'm, I take it you kind of enjoyed tonight's show. Oh, it was amazing. I've never seen Spoon before. Oh. <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, it's a good first impression. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so good. Like, so in your opinion, because so you seem like a lot of small bands have kind of been in that scene, yeah. who else do you think could play a show like this? Who do you think, whose popularity do you think is almost at that point? Ooh. Well, honest, I, you know, not, not to name drop my mate's band, but Fur are like top of their game at the moment. They, I mean, their YouTube videos have been absolutely exploding. And, and you know, it's sort of like you come to something like this and it's not... It, it's gone from like oh I'll go see my mates band to being like oh damn like these guys are really good like <laughs> this is like proper good not just like my mate anymore but um no just so many bands I, I love Charisma Charisma's like my favourite thing if you can you know come on stage and not just play music but put on a proper show as well that's what gets me and yeah uh, Hotel Lux as well they're killing it at the moment um who are also going to be in this episode as well. Oh, are they? Yeah, I know. I've seen them, seen them floating around. That's but. what I love as well, like, especially because I've been doing this. This will be episode 122. Okay, cool. So quite a few of the people I've seen before on other episodes, yeah. other shows. So it's always nice when you come somewhere like, oh, yeah, it's you. Oh, it's you. Yeah, and it all kind of comes together That's a little bit. That's the nicest bit. thing, yeah. Like, I just saw Weird Milk walk past. Like, I'm sure I've seen them on a, on a yeah, yeah. stage at some point. That's yeah. So what's the next show that you're going to go and see? Do you already know? Or do you tend to plan more spontaneously? I don't well tonight it just happened to be a case of like Harry messaging me this morning like yo do you want to come to this guest <laughs> list and I was like yep I'll be there um, I don't know man are you based in London or are you based in Brighton um, I'm uh, London mainly yeah yeah um, yeah any, anything I can go to I go to like as many gigs as possible you are kind of spoiled for choice here yeah it's London's just yeah, <laughs> an absolute buffet of <laughs> indie rock at the moment but are you yeah. heading to the after party at Lexington um 
I might. I might actually. I didn't know there was an after party until like five minutes ago. And now, <laughs> now all I'm hearing about is this after party. So I feel like I might have to go. Um, well, I feel like yeah. I just might see you there as well. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll see, man. Thanks a lot. Where can people find you online? Okay. So um, my Instagram is at Cameron JL West, and my uh, website is cjlw.co.uk. Short and sweet. Awesome. Thanks a lot. It's done. Thanks Cameron. so much, so now I'm outside Scala and I'm here with someone that I bumped into early in the night and I keep bumping into you as a night's come out. What's your name? I'm Oliver. So how did you discover the band Sports Team? Um, it was probably through that, um, like, like the, the scene or whatever, the uh, So Young magazine, I reckon, is probably where I heard okay. to begin with. So do you remember how long ago that was? Uh, probably a year or so ago. So have you, how many times have you seen them before? This is only the second time I've seen them. Right. Where, do you remember where you saw them last time? I saw them in my saw them in my hometown. It's where I went to college, Colchester, and uh, they were supporting slaves last last minute. And I sent them a message on a whim asking if I could have guest list, and not expecting them to say anything. And I got I woke up the next morning with a message saying, "How many tickets do you need?" <laughs> And then I managed to get three more of my friends in. When we were sitting drinking in the park, I was like, my friends were like, well, I quite fancy that too. And so I was like, don't suppose you've got any more spots. And then they got, all got us in. And they're all, you know, sorry, I was here with my, my sports team balloon. Um, and they're all, yeah, super nice. And I'm a big, big fan of music. See, it's very wholesome, wholesome music. As wholesome as it gets, our sports team. Very wholesome, not, don't take themselves too seriously. All the tunes bang, and Henry, I uh, shout out Henry for writing the best guitar solo since Stairway to Heaven on, on Kutcher. And he plays it with his fingers. He does, like a bass guitar. Like kind of a bass or like flamenco, it's incredible. <laughs> Wait, so have you come all the way here from Colchester tonight? I now live in Camberwell, as I've just started at university there at Camberwell Country Do you make music? I noodle, I tinker, as I said to these guys a second ago. Yeah, like could, I, could this be the start of a band right here? Well, he studies music at Oxford, so you know, he must know his shit. What's your name? Anhad. What did you think of the show tonight? Yeah, it was great, really great, really energetic. Yeah, great, so much fun. And have you seen Sports Team before? No, it's my first time, actually. So how did you come to be here tonight? Did one uh, of your no, good one, friends? One of my friends, yeah, yeah. Uh, Connor, is um, really... Well, he, he managed to get on a bus with them to Margate. And, uh, yeah, here I am, so... I feel like there's a story behind that. How did that happen, Connor? Oh, uh, no, so they were on Facebook, like, do you want to uh, fans go on the Coach to Margate? So I sent them a message, uh -huh. and they said, yeah. And I got managed to get on. Apparently, I was quite lucky. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, so that was really good. So that's, that's what they want you to tell. I was interrupting you. I was saying that's what they want you to say. But really, they were like, we need to fill this bus up, guys. <laughs> no, so that was the first time I saw them. And like, this is the second time tonight. But they were, they were very strong tonight. I think there was, they were so, because they've been doing a few festivals and they're just becoming a lot more confident. Yeah. I'm kind of really excited to see what's going to happen next. Like the new songs, he had his radio mic on. Yeah. I'm excited for the new material. So I'm going to be seeing them a couple of times because they're doing a few, they're supporting a few bands in the autumn. So hopefully I'll see them more times and see how they've grown and develop. So. Same here. Well, I've got a round, but guys, it's been great talking to you. Yeah. And maybe I'll catch yeah. up the next sports team gig. Yeah. Or maybe on one of their many buses, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Take me to the podcast. Oh, absolutely. Right, I'm gonna. And we are live. So now I'm outside the after party at the Lexington, and I'm here with two members of the stars of tonight's event. It's what are your names? Rob and Ollie. Hey. And what do you guys play in the band? I play guitar. I play bass. So, how far back does sports team go? 
or at Ollie? Good question. Uh, we go back to Cambridge University days. Uh, it's about two years. Two, two and a half years ago. Two, two we, and a half. We, we met at university. All of you met at the same time at university? Yeah. yeah. What were you studying? Uh, I was studying history, he was studying theology. Theology. He was a priest. Yeah. Whoa. One guy was studying yeah, archaeology yeah. and anthropology, someone was doing English and education. Someone was doing English, just English. Uh-huh. And natural someone sciences. Was doing natural sciences. Uh, quite the bookworms among yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're nerds, we're nerds. We're <laughs> so when did music come into the picture? Whose idea was it first? They'd be like, we should pick up some instruments. It was, yeah, my idea. Yeah? So we had, we wrote Stanton, our last song. That was the first thing we wrote, so the first thing we played together. Sat in a room. It's basically like three notes. <laughs> e, E, and E. e. Giving away all the around. secrets here on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, all <laughs> right. So we wrote that song. And then it kind of went from there. We, we, yeah, we, we started playing gigs around town. We were playing like one song we knew and just doing solos and stuff. And then... Oh, was this in London or just back home? In Cambridge. Was in so Cambridge. when did you come to London? Uh, about, that was probably about a year and a half ago. Yeah, it was after we graduated. Uh, Alex, Rob and I started living together. And then uh, kind of the others were still, they were in the year below us. So uh, they were kind of still doing the Cambridge thing. We were doing gigs and then... Yeah, we all moved into kind of a house together, started living in London, and uh, yeah, it just started, like, took it from there, really. How long from the, that first song did it take you to be like, no, this, this could really be something? Like, this isn't just a bit of a fun thing, it's actually... About, about two minutes. Oh, really? So Stanton was like, right, we've got something. See you at Scarborough. We had ambition in a way, we had that... Yeah. You know, we started out and we were like, we'll just go as far as we can go, but we always had that vibe where it was like, right... We'll just go and do that big thing and like, see how it goes. So when did Scala come into the mix? Six months ago. Yeah. Whose idea was it? Uh, I think all of ours. We all just like, we want to play Scala. Yeah. We, we saw like Happy Mill Limited doing it and like Shame and all those bands. We just thought, you know, how do we, how do we stop playing the old blue last and whatever else it was? And we were like, let's just book Scala. Let's just book Scala. So have you played pretty much every other smaller venue in London? Oh man, everything. Yeah, yeah. Any particular favourites? Uh, some the friends of mine peace. yeah R.I.P oh, uh, yeah. some friends of mine were reminding me of uh, Veg Bar Brixton was the first gig they saw when our old guitarist shoved a cake into Alex's face and uh, <laughs> there were fights on stage I think that that would probably be my favourite that sounds memorable yeah no it was decent it's actually uh, Alex's birthday in a couple of hours maybe now he's, he's turning 24 it's now two minutes ago it's now oh what he's 24 years he's old he's 24 years old <laughs> We should get a happy birthday going, really. The, the Scarlet Gig is a hell of a way to celebrate. Yeah, turning fun. 24. Yeah, right. yeah. So what's next? Since you're ambitious, mm-hmm. and you, like, six months ago, you said, we've seen other bands play Scarlet, we want to do it, and you've done it, and you smashed it, what's next? What are we going to see six months from now? We want to do something slightly different, I think. Um, we don't... I mean, like, as much as we saw those Scarlet bands kind of do it, and we wanted to do that... The trajectory they take seems kind of like the same, but we want to try and do something like slightly different, a kind of show that will excite people yeah, rather than we'll just. Be in Nebworth. We'll be in Nebworth. <laughs> so like everyone does electric ballroom, we want to do like we want to do something just a bit more fun. We take, to on fun. steroids, yeah. take yeah, it like yeah, way yeah, way yeah, next level. Yeah, yeah. And what about releasing music? I don't no album yet. No album yet. The album's probably yeah. coming next year, next either year. side of summer. Okay. Either before or after. <laughs> but we have. We have two new singles recorded, yeah. which we'll release sometime soon. Recording more, so we have a lot. We have a lot. Alright. Well, thank you so much for an awesome, awesome night tonight. Oh, Enjoy the you. birthday party celebrations. Yeah, thank and you. And I'll catch you the next the one. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, cheers. 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 <laughs> Love to see you, mate. That's good.
Thank they you. can hear those handshakes on the podcast. Exactly. Well, oh, that's to the ambience. Well, oh, that's to the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. And that was that. Thank you very much to Jake from Hotel Lux, Zach and Alex from Weird Milk, Cameron West, Oliver and Had and Connor, and Rob and Ollie and Sports Team. You were all fantastic to have on the podcast. A lot of first, I think everyone was on it for the first time, which is cool. I look forward to, you know, second, third, etc., etc. Seems like a bit of a tight-knit circle between some of these folks, so I look forward to catching up with some of them again in the near future. Now... I can tell you about the whole night because I kept doing that in the intro and the intro kept being a bit longer than I would have liked it to be. So this is the part of the podcast. The thing is, the more new people I talk to on each episode, the more aware I become that every episode could be someone's first episode. So I get very in my head about what to include in the intro, what to say for after the conversations, etc. And I end up recording about 20-something takes of the intro. So what I'm trying to do is to just let the intro be who I spoke to in the order that I spoke to them. Then after the conversations, I can tell you about how the night went, how I bumped into each person, etc. So last night's show was at Scarlet. It was my first time going to that venue. I went with Yara, who was also on first guest list. It was both of our first times. We both saw sports team for the first time in January, but we didn't realize we were at the same show. I went to see J.W. Ridley. And sports team were also on the bill. And I was going to leave after JW, but someone that I was in the crowd with said, no, no, you should stick around for sports team. They're really good. They were there for sports team. And they said, sports team are really good. Their singers are very charismatic. And they were right on the money with that description. So, yeah, we both we were both aware of sports team. Hadn't seen them since then. We were both very impressed by the venue. It used to be a cinema, I believe, once upon a time. There's lots of really cool-looking like uh, hallways. There's so many doors and pathways you can take. You can get lost in that place. I think there's three tiers to it as well. So, yeah, a lot of space to walk around and explore. Upon our arrival, while Yara was putting her bag in the cloakroom, I went to the bar right near the entrance just to get some water. And the person that served me said, Wait, are you Roy? And I said, Yes, and you look familiar as well. It was Kathy who played at my open mic on Sunday. The episode where I speak to Travis and Natasha. So the episode where I speak to Travis and Natasha, Kathy played it that same night. She played with her friend Joaquin. She played guitar. He played violin. And she recognized me. And then once she said who she was, I recognized her as well. So that was a bit of a surreal start to the night, which only got more surreal because as we entered the area where the stage is and Ugly were playing... I heard someone yelling my name. Now, with a name like Roy, it sounds a lot like Oi, which gets yelled a lot just in general, so I've gotten used to ignoring when I hear that being yelled instead of raising a false alarm. But Yara heard it too. We looked around, and it turned out the voice was coming from above us. And then about two minutes later, out came the guys from Fur. I guess when you wear a white shirt to everything you go to, over time you start to become easy to recognise at events. So that was cool. And again, added to the surrealism of the night, they went to the smoking area, Yara and I followed, but then they headed back inside. We stayed outside for a bit and talked, and Steve Lamatt came out into the smoking area as well. So I approached him and said hi. He looked like he recognised me, but you can never be certain with people of a certain level of popularity. I think at a certain point you just learn a certain, he said for the 50th time, certain level of politeness, so you always go, oh yeah, you... But it was, we talked to him for quite a bit, and it was a cool conversation. And someone came up to ask Steve if they could take a picture with him. And I joked and said, this happens to me everywhere I go. 
But then that person said, hi, what's your name? And I said, I'm Roy. And I think they thought I was someone important because I was talking to Steve Lamac. I don't know. But I bumped into that person later on and ended up talking to them for the podcast. It was Oliver. So we spoke to Steve, didn't really catch it for the podcast. And it did, did. You can kind of tell in some conversations when it's right to bring out the phone and when it isn't. And we were just having a good chat between us. So we went inside, saw Fur, Fur were awesome. I got to yell Big Murray, which made Murray laugh, which is always a good thing. Then after the show, Yara and I went upstairs to the bar. And whilst I was there, I bumped into Jake from Hotel Lux, who I bumped into at the last first show, which was at Birthdays when they played supporting DC Fontaines. That's the episode where I speak to Talk Show and Yara and a few other people. And the guys from So Young Magazine. So Young Magazine also gets mentioned in this episode by Oliver. All kind of coming together. So, spoke to Jake. Then two folks walked past us who I recognised as being in a band. That band was Weird Milk. Those folks were Zach and Alex. So I spoke to them for a little bit. And Cameron was there as well. Who I then caught up with after the show. So... We kind of caught up with the guys from Fur and everyone else I just mentioned. Then we watched Sports Team. They were amazing. The crowd was really into it. They made these really elaborate-looking sharks out of tin foil, like kitchen foil kind of stuff. And then they got demolished by the crowd, and I couldn't help but feel a bit bad because clearly some effort went into making those sharks. But such is the rock and roll lifestyle, I guess. So Sports Team were great. Yara and I were stood in these small, this like back bench thing on the second tier of the venue. You kind of have to see inside the venue to get what I'm talking about, but if you've been there before, maybe you understand what I'm trying to describe. While we were standing there, I saw oh, Peggy, who I've spoken to before on the podcast, she saw me and said, Hi, Roy. She was in the pit, it looked like, so I salute to her because that pit was pretty serious. So said a quick hello to her, then Cameron caught up with us and we talked for a bit and the conversation was very interesting so I asked if I could record it. He said sure, so that's how he came to be the next guest on the podcast. Then we all ended up outside Scala because we heard there was going to be an after party at Lexington which is about a 10 minute walk away, further away from King's Cross Station. And it was while we were outside that I bumped into the guy who took a photo with Steve Lamac. So that was Oliver, and he was standing with Anhad and Connor. So I caught up with them real quick. Then we all walked down to Lexington. For a moment there, I wasn't sure I was heading the right way, but then it showed up, so we were all good. Took a while to get in. I said to... I thought it might be the kind of thing where it's already packed so no one can get in. So I said, what if I know Matty, who DJs and just works at Lexington and helps to run the night white heat. And the bouncer's like, he like, sent a text to Matty. I was like, oh, I didn't know if it would come to that, but okay, fair enough. And then I got to see Matty inside, said hi, hung out there for a bit, then headed back outside and bumped into the last guests on today's episode, Rob and Ollie from the sports team. Then I had to get going because, as we all know, I could, no, like I said, this might be some people's first episode. I live quite far away relative to where other people live when it comes to central London. It's about an hour or so journey for me to get home. So around half midnight, I really had to go for fear of being stuck. My journey home being like a five-hour-long night bus type affair. I started heading towards Angel and then remembered, wait, the Hammersmith and City line runs from King's Cross and that might be a better shout. Had to kind of run there, but thankfully from Lexington to King's Cross Station, it's all downhill, so it's a little bit easier to run. Made it with three minutes to spare until the last train towards Barking. 
which is the train I got, and then I walked home from Barking Station, which is about an hour-long walk. But it felt nice. It wasn't too cold. I had enough battery in my phone to listen to music. A good time was had by all. I might make it my usual thing now. It's kind of a nice come-down from the events of the evening. Some interesting things from the conversations. One, how long each band has been going. These things take time. Even to get to this level, it takes some time, it takes some commitment. And it's cool to see a lot of these people seem to meet at university or met in their hometowns and came to London for university. The members of sports team, they all said they met at university. Then I said, was that in London? They said, no, no, that was in Cambridgeshire. Did they all go to university in Cambridge? Because that's pretty impressive. What they were studying was impressive enough, but wow. You can kind of tell from their, from their look, from their approach, they seem rather well-read. And, yeah, I did say bookworms. <laughs> I think that seemed quite accurate. But, yeah, that was an interesting insight into their background. A lot of these bands have been going for a while. It's interesting to see what brought them to London. A lot of them have played the same venues, done the same circuit. We're talking Old Blue Last, Birthdays, Shacklewell Arms, The Lock Tavern, R.I.P., those types of venues. What I saw last night was the next step up. If playing in bands and being in music is akin to, say, a premiership league, a league table in a sport, which is at, since we're talking about the band sports team, there are different leagues to every sport, and when a, when a band, when a team is promoted, they move up a league. I think going, it seems that sports team are intent on doing something similar by playing Scala. Yes, they played Old Blue Last, they played Birthdays, they played those kinds of venues a lot of times, Seabright Arms, etc. Wanted to take the, kick things up a notch. So booking a gig at Scala has definitely fulfilled that. Selling it out as well is proof that that decision was warranted. And yeah, keep your eyes peeled for six months' time to see what they're doing next. And I couldn't help but feel as though the band, all of the bands I spoke to, in to one degree or another, might all have their eyes on doing something similar. Hotel Lux, Weird Milk, Fur. I've seen these bands play a few times, and again, that similar rank of venue. And I wouldn't be surprised if they were all, at some point in their minds, thinking, maybe we should start looking to book a, ven- a gig at a venue like this. And that would be really cool to see. I also really... I just finished reading Please Kill Me and Meet Me in the Bathroom again. And I'm sure I'm about to start reading them again. Again. But the conversations I had on this episode and the people that recognised me and that I recognised really made me feel that much more validated in that what I'm capturing in some way resembles what is captured in those books. Just being in the thick of it as these bands, at the time, maybe it could go somewhere, maybe not, you don't know, but they're passionate about what they're doing, they have their ambitions, and I'm just there in the thick of it trying to capture it as it happens. I was really glad I got to catch up with Hotel Lux and Weird Milk, because I have seen them a few times before, and especially Hotel Lux saying, or Jake saying he remembers me from that gig at Seabright Arms, where I think they... I can't remember who they played with. I think it was Cruel Intentions and maybe Black Midi as well. I really hope to catch up with Black Midi at some point. That might be a tough ticket. When I saw them, if I was doing the podcast when I saw them, that would have been great, but I wasn't. And now I'm doing it, I feel as though the next. it might be tough to catch up with them the next time I see them because I think they're hot property. 
Same goes for the band Swimming Girls, who I saw at Shackerwell Arms, and then I saw again at Old Blue Last, and again, when I saw them then, I wasn't doing the podcast, but now I think they're supporting Paleways. I think it might be a bit harder to try and catch up with them, but again, we'll see. But I am enjoying just the first stage of catching up with the bands and almost cataloging them in the archives of Saddest Night Out. And now I'm on their radar. So hopefully when I see them again, you know, we can get further into the conversation. Maybe I'll see other bands rise through the ranks of the gig of the venues they play and we'll take it from there. But it was basically I had a really good time last night. And I'm really grateful to everyone that I got to talk to. And I look forward to catching up with them in the near future and adding more bands to the roster. I also work on trying to actually capture so who I'm speaking to, who else is in the band, and who does what in the band. Because I missed out on doing that on these conversations. And some of these bands are at the level where it's a bit hard to Google and find maybe another interview where they go through all that. And I can imagine for the listeners, it might be a bit like, wait, so who's who? But I'm hoping just... Being in the thick of it, being in the atmosphere of all of this going on, might outweigh trying to have some sort of detailed notation of who's who in the band, etc., etc. But maybe in future conversations, I'll, ca- I'll try and capture that to start each conversation and then just get into the chat, etc., etc. So yeah, last night was a good time. Good time was had by all. Scarlet's a really cool venue. And I wonder who I'll see there next. Because I feel as though... There was a similar energy in New York before the strokes happened. But when the strokes happened, that put fire to the fuse and then it all went off. Everyone started really leaping, going, uh, coming leaps and bounds in their popularity and their success, etc. and so on. I wonder if last night was a similar moment. Because all of these bands have been rubbing shoulders in similar venues, similar shows. To see one of them, I, I don't think sports team are the first to play this kind of show. But maybe this will be the show that really gets the avalanche going. And you'll start to see all of these bands play larger shows, sell out those shows, gather more attention, and just see where it takes the whole thing. Stay tuned to find out, is what I'm saying. And of course, in amongst all of this, I would like to try and position my own music somewhere. Also, fun fact, I got a spot on my chin. And at some point, I think it bled a little, so I had little spots of blood on my collar. Blood's kind of hard to get out of a white shirt. If anyone has any tips, feel free to send me a message. So, I make music too. For those of you that are new to this podcast via this episode, I make music as loads of Japanese bands. At the end of each episode, I tend to play some sort of original music of mine or talk about how my music's going, etc. I started this podcast to avoid procrastinating with music because then I'd have a daily account of what I've done with regards to music. And to be honest, I've had a lot of nothing days. And I think this podcast has started to blend in with the idea of a nothing day. But uh, I know what I need to do. I just don't know why I'm not pulling my finger out to do it. So stay tuned on that front as well, I guess. I did, however, finish watching BoJack Horseman, which is always a bit of an event for anyone that's a fan of the show. So yeah, I don't even know what I'll play for today's episode. See, this is the part where I can ramble a bit. In the intro, I want to get to the conversations because people might be new to it and just want to hear themselves talk or hear the band they know talk. But hopefully the intro and the conversations will be endearing enough that it will stick around for the 50-minute epilogue of each episode. It won't be 50 minutes, I, I promise. Although this whole episode might come to 50 minutes in length. Gee, I think I might be rambling. What should I play for today's episode? I'm not sure. 
I don't know. I saw... So, a couple of episodes ago, I saw the band Living Island play for the first time. They're playing again tonight. I don't know if I'll go because last Thursday I meant to go and see the men's choir at the London Wealth Centre. I didn't go. I think I might go tonight. We'll see how the day goes. But at some point in Living Island's show, I think the drummer's kick pedal malfunctioned. So they were waiting to swap with someone else's. While doing that, I think they played a cover of either a King Cruel song or Mac DeMarco. I can't quite remember. But it was just the guitarist and the other singer performing it. And I thought, that's interesting. Sometimes things do go wrong when you're playing. And it's good to have a backup. The guitarist clearly knew the chords, but because there's two singers in that band, or two main singers, and the other singer had the lyrics on her phone to join in. But it was a really nice, endearing performance. And I found myself thinking, what would I play if something similar happened to me during a show where, I don't know, maybe the bassist's amp stops working or something, and you just you can stand around in silence awkwardly waiting for something to be fixed, or you could just have a moment that becomes unexpected but that much more endearing because of it. And I thought maybe I would play an original song that I could play just as me. Okay, we're good. So this is a song I've played in the podcast before. When I first started doing this, my intention was to play something different on each episode or to show some progression with a song. But I think if I can give new context to a song as well, that, that counts. Does that, I make the rules. If I say it counts, it counts. I'm glad we all agree. So this is something I've played before. I've played an open mic before as well. It doesn't have a name. I think it might be part of the Midnight series. Or maybe an album too. I don't know. But it goes like this, if I can remember the lyrics. I don't mean to ply you with excuses. Maybe this is useless now. My machine, as wild as it is ruthless, tied and rendered toothless. House. If you want me back, there is nothing left. Shadow of a man, I'm a shell at best. If you want me back, there is nothing left. Shadow of a man, I'm a shell at best. Hopefully playing that would buy me enough time that whatever wasn't working would be fixed and then we'd be on with the show. Yeah, so I think that calls about that about calls time on this episode. Thank you for listening. 
You can find me online at saddestnightout, all one word. You can email me, saddestnightout at gmail.com. Maybe you're in a band in London, and you've heard of me, because apparently I'm a bit of a big deal now. Yep, let's let that ego just go ahead and inflate. Feel free to email me, saddestnightout at gmail.com. Maybe you are a band that I should be talking to. Or a writer, or an artist, you know? All are welcome. We don't have any, uh... All about the intersectionality, all about... Uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. No, I'm not going to record another take of this outro because it's about 20 minutes long at this point and I'm not going through all that again. Thank you for listening. I have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash saddestnightout if you wish to contribute to the cause. All I'm asking for is £1 a month. And I will see you on the next episode. Take care.